What's up, everybody? And Dr. Himself, Dr. Twisted. Power to the people. We have some DJs in the house. Yo, shout out to D- uh, DJ A-Riz and DJ uh, Lonnie Girl. Yeah, Thank you yeah. for joining us and today. What up, what up? Typically, this would be your uh, live concert, kind of kick back and relax. Uh, but but we ain't kicking back right now. We're not kicking back right now. The world is not kicking back right now. In, in light uh, of the current situations. Yeah, in light of the current situations that we've decided that we're gonna going to take this time to recognize um, what's going on. Yeah, the movement that's going on. Yeah. Right? Um, and it, it's, uh, I heard the conversation you guys had on Thursday. Right. Um, good show. Thank you. There were some Thank things you. that, you know what I mean? Like I had to, I wanted to also. Rebuttal? Not rebuttal. Add I don't, to? I don't think there's, I don't think there's a rebuttal. More add to or elaborate on? Yeah, it's just you know, it's the thing. It was it was an emotional show for me. Beforehand, Likewise, Vince T and I were talking, and and I found it really hard at the moment when we were recording to to really say what I wanted to say. It was just, I guess there were so many thoughts, so many emotions boiling up in me. It was just really hard for me to put them all in the right words and right context to put it out there. Okay. You know, so I, I and just listening to the playback, I was just like, God dang it. You know, it's just, and I knew it. Like, I didn't word that right. Yeah, exactly. You know, and almost to the point where I wanted yeah. to call Vince and be like, yo, man, come back here and let's, re- let's reshoot this thing. Because yeah, you know how that is when you, when you, like, you have a conversation afterwards, you think about it, and you're like, damn it, I should have said this, I should have yeah. said that. Yeah. It, it was one of those. Well, let me right. say that, like, on the conversation, I mean, definitely it, it kind of seemed like you guys were chasing the tail. Right. right. Um, but it, that's how passionate the, the feelings are in your... Um, Anybody would know yeah. that when you're passionate about something, you're con- and you're ta- trying to explain yourself. Your mind just gone. Um, it, it's so fast. Yeah, your yeah. mind is just it's, yeah. it's racing. Typically, you know what I mean. You're you're push, push, trying to push it out, and so that someone understands what you're saying. Right? right. I think that's why, for me, and this is what I want to say um, on the show, why I haven't really said anything on social media. I, I saw people who said silence is violence. Um, and maybe even I don't know maybe I'm taking that in the wrong context but for me silence is revamping where my thought process is that's what I think yes that's yeah. I think like that too yeah so that you don't have so I don't sound stupid when I'm talking about it. thank you you know there, there's an old saying and, and something you know speak speak when angry and you'll make the best speech you'll ever regret right yeah and okay. that's what I was really trying to keep myself from doing the other night right um and like I've seen, there's a lot of things that have happened in the past where I, I see it and I feel it. But for for this particular instance, what I saw happen to Mr. Floyd, it 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 really hit me to the core, okay. to the core. Right. So let's nail some things on the button. Yep. No one's in agreement of how the situation was treated. Right. Okay. I think we all agree there. Everyone's on the side that the cops should have been arrested. Yes. Um, we understand where the movement's trying to get now mm-hmm. a little better than what we did maybe a year ago. Right. Um, which is uh, systemic racism. racism. Mm-hmm. Um, 
which I'm still, and then I'm just being honest, I don't want to sit here and lie to anybody. I'm still on the board of trying to figure it out. I, I, I don't quite understand. Like what exactly that means? Or where? Or, or where you stand? No, I wouldn't no, even I, say, I I wouldn't even say that. I get it, and I, I believe it's. I believe it was real, and I right. believe it. It wasn't like a, something staged or right. Yeah, like I don't think it's it's, it's something that. So no it was in past tense. Yeah, I, I'm not sure that it still sits here today. And and I, you know, once again, I'm only saying this because I'm still trying to figure things out. Right. Right. right, right. As a Pacific Islander who's second generation American, like. Mm-hmm. Like my grandfather was raised on Guam, went through World War um, two, two, went through imprisonment camps, um, encampments. Um, I'm still trying to figure out where the, the the side where we don't make it together is, because if we're able to make it to, and I'm, I, I know I I can I can already feel the heat <laughs> coming from like one side. I can't even read any comments, mm-hmm. but I can I I just I need to understand. Because Japanese, well, there's nothing wrong with that. Because Japanese were, were treated the same way in, in World War II. Right, they, the they were taken to business and, stuff, yeah. and they were put in encampments. Um, you know, it wasn't like anybody came here from um, uh, anywhere else and didn't have to deal with like some kind of like racist bias. True. Um, but um, I think, I think on the other one? side, I also see where, where if you are, are redlined into this certain area of growing up and you are constantly put... Constantly put bricks on top of you, right? Um, that you have to kind of dig upwards, always. You know what I mean? And then if, you, if these people on, on like black people are, are constantly digging those 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 holes through concrete, and let's say you are the immigrant who comes here, and you're like, oh, I didn't have to dig through any of that shit. Mm-hmm. I'm here with you, were you? Because you did, all, you paved this path. I get that as well. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to understand where the where where do we start? Winning and what needs to be fixed. Does that make sense? What what else has to be addressed? I think I think number one, Rich. Well, I'm, I'm talking about systemic racism. I'm not talking about police. police. Okay. No, no, no. Okay. I, I, got you. I got you. I got you. I think that's completely different. I think I think honestly, number one, the first thing to understand this is you would have to be an African American to to truly understand what it is to be black in America, right? And, and and what it feels like to go through the systemic racism, the redlining, the the, the complete oppression. And, and, and let me take that word back, the complete oppression, the, the just the oppression period. And I'm not going to use the word complete because there have been people that have made it out, that have been successful, right? Yeah. And, and we can talk about that too. Yeah. 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 Um, but for the most part, I think in order to really understand and and feel that you would have to be a black American, a black man or a black woman in, in America right. to understand the feeling or what it is that's been done to black blacks in America um, to really make a qualified comment on it. You know what I mean? Not not to invalidate anything that you're saying, right, right, but... Um, but to and make I'm not trying to validate. No, no, and, but but to be truly qualified to be able to say something on it, I think you would have to be a, a, a black person in America that can speak on it with true experience, right? Frontline experience, right? Um, and 
you know, we, we all grew up here in Southeast San Diego. We were talking about the other night. Yep. We all have friends. We're a very diverse community, right? We've all either had friends or ourselves been um, a victim one way or another of racism or police brutality, police profiling, um, having your rights just completely violated. Um, but I think in light of everything in this country, what you talked about with the Japanese, yeah, it, it was screwed up what happened to them during World War II. But what's happened with black Americans, it's been happening since they were first brought to this land, um, the oppression. Even when they were free, they weren't free. They, you know, the Jim Crow laws that came into play, you know, right. down in the South and all around the country, um, you know, the, the, the segregation, um, what they had to fight through in the civil rights movement to get to where they are today, even. But even today, after the civil rights movement, where they find themselves, the type of neighborhoods that they find themselves in, the, the type of job opportunities or school opportunities that they find themselves in, um, you, you're not going to find the same opportunities in a in a school of minorities that you're going to find in an area, in a school in an area where it's mostly white mm-hmm. and where the income level is a six figure or more. Right. You know, it's just the quality of schooling, the, the, the quality of the opportunities. Right. Now, I understand there's affirmative action. Right. And there was some discussion going on yesterday, and I believe affirmative action has done nothing but fuel the fire of racism in this country. Because there are people of non-color that have missed opportunities because of affirmative action. And I've heard it voiced. From the time that I was in the military to at work now, I've heard it voiced by by uh, whites you know, about affirmative action. Um, what you hear now when you listen to white supremacists and what they talk about, the message they put out, they're talking about the affirmative action, you know, and it, it is, it's just more fuel to that fire of racism in this country. You know, what, what was designed to help minorities or African-Americans, ironically, has hurt them in the end. Yeah, I mean, and see, that's the, that's the thing, is, is not being, is wanting to assist, not understanding the whole concept of everything. Um, once again, we live in California, so yeah. our sh- our world's a little different. It is. Yeah. A, lot of people, a lot of people don't understand that. And then um, I've lived in the South, bro. Yeah, I've never. Yeah, and you know I, I mean? I've like, seen what my it's like my stepdad's there. from Nebraska, and that's about as close as I've gotten to um, a bunch of white people. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Where where I was not around any of my people. <laughs> you were comfortable. Yeah, I mean? <laughs> yeah. No, I was fine. Okay. Uh, I think I made them uncomfortable because I was fine being around them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And are they questioning why me. why you're okay? Like, what or should you think a certain way? Is that what you're saying? I or? think that because I didn't really see the that line of color at the time, mm-hmm. uh, I was like, I mean, nine or ten. Ah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I was running around, like run, running with the kids because they were kids. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't care what. Still, an innocent kid. You don't. Yeah, see I don't. That. I don't. I didn't really recognize it, and right. I think that's what broke their barrier of um, understanding a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I know on my stepdad's side, there might be a little bit still of a stigma of color, you know what I mean? But right. within um, within our own family, like, um, it just wasn't, it wasn't apparent, at least when I was there. Right. You know what I mean? Like, or my stepdad handled it really well. You know, my dad was like... Or hid it from you very well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, because I, I just didn't see it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't happening in front of me. That's um, a good thing. 
Oh yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. That's the way it should be. Um, when you think so though, what? That it's a good thing that it was hidden if it was there. As a kid, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm assuming you would never want your kid to see it. You would want and, and you'd want them to be aware though. Yeah, that's a that's a conversation versus a actual action of um, having it happen to them and witnessing. It. Right. Okay. I get you. you. I mean, yeah, I feel like you. don't slap the fucking balloon on my hand. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, like, just tell me what's gonna happen if you do. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but I could say that you know, within the last month of what's two weeks, three two weeks? weeks. Yeah, I'd say about three weeks. Yeah, two, two, three weeks. Um, you know, for myself, I just kind of tucked away. I mm-hmm. uh, tucked away and kind of reevaluated like where I where I stand and um, am I doing enough? Am I not doing enough? Am I ignoring the situation? Mm-hmm. Um, so I got involved. Mm-hmm. So anybody that's listening, go out there to Game Changer uh, USA. Um, Sean Shepard, John Glendez, who was on on the show, we've uh, he's a big advocate for um, you know rights and right. Um, he he's one that introduced me there. So I went and we had a conversation on the Zoom meeting with uh, police departments from LA. San Diego, a couple in Texas. Um, it was an interesting conversation because you also had uh, community leaders who are trying to understand and fix the situation with these police officers and how they, um, how policing is done. Mm-hmm. One, I didn't know the carotid, uh, no, the carotid restraint. Yeah, carotid restraint was a, a thing. I did not know that. It's something that's taught. Yeah, that's crazy. But the knee on the neck—that's the knee. Right? The knee on the neck is not tight. Yeah, I mean, what I'm saying is, is anybody who's who, who's taught to choke choke someone out, I think needs a lot more training. Hell, yeah. it comes with a lot of responsibility. Because choking somebody is one thing. Yeah, it's really easy to do. Yeah, if you just learn how to put some pressure on someone's neck, mm-hmm. it's super simple. Now, to understand when you are about to kill somebody, that's a, a completely different thing. Yeah. And I think that's, um, I'm glad we don't do that really in California. So California's pulling back on that now. Um, they're pulling back on, uh, they just took the, that out, right? And yes. La Mesa, I think in San Diego division, it's already been removed. Yeah. Um, LA's removed it. Uh, I think in California, it's going to be completely removed. So, so let me, let me, let me, uh, jump in here real quick. So for those of you who don't know, um, Another lifetime, I was I was a, a deputy sheriff here in San Diego. I went through the academy. I went through the defensive tactics training, and I went through the training for a carotid restraint. There's a certain way that it's taught, right? And you're evaluated on how you do it. We had to do it to each other. We actually had to choke each other out. Anything that you that that the police do, whether it's tear gas, or using a baton, uh, choke out anything. You have to utilize that move on each other in case something ever comes up and you go to court, you can testify and say, yes, I know what that feels like because I had it done to me in the academy um, you know, through, through my training and experience, blah, 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 blah. Um, but with that also comes a lot of a lot of responsibility. You have to understand. Yeah. Now, I've used it right in my job. I used it um, even when I was working at the bar as a doorman. I've used the carotid restraint on people. Um, how many did I actually put to sleep? I could probably count on one hand. 
because those were the ones that I was like, no, they, this, this mug needs to go to sleep. Other ones, I did it and just get them to that point, just enough to get control of them and get them out to where I needed them to be. But the knee on the neck thing that, they, that they're uh, doing, uh, that's something that's not Bro, taught. You know, that is not taught. Okay, so in, in, okay, let me say this. So wait, wait, real quick though. So what I'm saying is with, with, the, with the teaching of the karate restraint, you're taught the responsibility of that. The th- that what comes with it, the science behind it, okay? So when you, you take that and you take it another notch up and you use a knee on the neck, what you're doing is you're going above and beyond what was taught to you, okay? You know what the dangers are of using the carotid restraint, and now you're utilizing it against somebody's neck on the ground. Right. You're going above and beyond, and you're, you're hitting that. You're, you're jumping into that red zone of that move, mm. Okay. So when you utilize that move, the knee to the neck, where you're holding them down, um, you're 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 flirting with that area of what happened to George Floyd. Yeah. Okay. The knees on the back is what's tight, just to hold a person down. An arm bar, and a wrist flex to cuff them with your knees to the back is what's tight, not the knees to the neck. That's no, that's that's the big no no. Like even in MMA. And UFC, there's certain moves that are just a big right. no, no, you don't do that, right? Illegal yeah. moves. So let, let me ask you this: is there is there like a, a list of uh, do not do? Uh, yes, yes, there is, yes. and that's uh, accessible to the public. Mm-hmm. It, sh- it should be, it should be. Whether it is or not, I don't know. It should that's be. one of the moves that are not allowed in yes. Yeah, that's that. In that. any facility, I tell you that shit. God, this guy just spilled his shot Dang on the table. Um, 20 push-ups, little man. Little man? I'm yeah. fat. Put that shit in my hand. <laughs> um, no, I agree. I, I completely agree. I don't... Yeah, I just didn't know that was a move, man. I, I didn't know that they, that that's, like, acceptable. You know what I mean? Karate restraint, well, up until here recently, it was an acceptable move. Because imagine the utility... I mean, someone told me that the cops, and I know the marshal service for sure, they have this called the one up rule or one one up rule. Yeah, it's, it's four, force plus force on force plus one. Yeah. All so right. whatever. So if you have your hands, I have a baton. Right. If they have a baton, yeah. I have a gun. Right. If you have a gun, I have a tank. Yes. Like kind of that shit. Yeah. yeah. It's it's one. It's force on force plus one. So we're going hand to hand. I've got tear gas, or I've got a baton, or nunchucks. Uh, I forget what the hell San Diego PD calls them. Yeah, or a yeah. So right. basically, they're they're always supposed to have the one up because right. in any situation they need to have full control. Yeah, full control. Right. It's an officer safety thing. Is it- Use properly. Use yes, properly. That's the thing. Yes. That's the key, right? Right. Yeah. Use yeah. properly. Use properly. Because I understand that that being a a safety precaution on, on the officer's end. Right. right. I totally get right. that because they don't know what they're walking into. No. Uh, they don't know if they're going hand to hand if that person has a gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I get, I totally get that. Once again, like, uh, John Webb had, um, been on the show. He said, if, if they go into any situation where they are called, right. Where a gun is on, on, on site, they're coming guns drawn. Oh yeah. Multiple guns drawn. Yeah. 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 So because your main goal every night is to get home. That's your main goal. Yeah. That's what they said. To get home safely. That's what he said. Yeah. How do you guys feel about reform of, of police divisions as far as re-looking at what is acceptable in when you when you attend a situation because oh. that's the thing your the goal for police is to minimize 
what's going to happen in the situation, right? So if you're going to a domestic violence situation, which is one of the one of the most dangerous calls to go on, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So you're going to a domestic violence situation, and they say, okay, it's a domestic violence. There, are no reported guns on site, but this is a repeat situation that we've had in this here. Mm-hmm. He is a violent man, or you know, or, or woman. Mm-hmm. They they will retaliate on police departments. Yes. Ooh. Now, do you want them to be there out the outside and saying, hey, are we okay to come in? Okay, maybe we're going off track. Maybe we're we're kinda we're kinda scaling it off. Yeah. Like maybe we're we maybe to bring back the focus on what the situation is. Yeah. Okay. Black Lives Matter, Min- Minneapolis. Wrong. 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 In every way. Ultimately wrong. Yep. In every way. No wrong. one no one agrees. Um yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, it's such, a, it's such a, it's such a, um, it's a very touchy subject. I, I watched that whole it's just, video. It's just too many things, man. Like, there's too many things going on with with black community getting treated like shit, like shit, mm-hmm. and then not to address it and try to defend any kind of cop situation, and then feel like you're not you're disregarding their feelings at mm-hmm. the same time. You know what I mean? Like anybody who's talking right now, I I can't imagine they're not in the same position. Drew Brees. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Talk about it. Wrong, wrong time. Missed wrong the mark. Fucking, yeah. Missed the mark. Yeah. yeah, openly admitted it. Yeah, but the you know what I mean. Missed the mark, right? NFL. Do you think they're really truly sorry about? Uh, I, I hope man. so. I don't fucking. I don't. You know, I don't I, think so. And and yeah. and I'm gonna jump on that bandwagon. I don't even say bandwagon, but I'm gonna jump on board with that. When Cap was taking a knee, I was one of the ones that was like, "Man, that's bullshit." I was. A, I'm a veteran. I've talked to him. I've had friends that that died wearing that flag on their shoulder, and I looked at it as it was disrespect to the flag. Okay. But in retrospect, go ahead. Looking at the message that he was trying to put out there in a peaceful way, now I respect it. Right, I respect it, and I feel bad for not being more vocal and supporting of it when he was doing it. But now you understand. I completely Now you understand. understand. Because now at this point. But where I'm like, shame on me is I should have understood from the jump what it was that he was saying. And honestly, like being completely honest with myself, being very candid, I think I did understand it. But I was letting those other feelings of being a patriot, being a veteran come come into play. And I was letting that cloud the reality of what it was that he was doing. And I'm saying that from the heart. And for that, my friends out there that are that are African American, I apologize. The ones that that stood strong with Cap on that, and the rest of the, the athletes and around the world, around the country, that were taking the knee, I apologize for that. Um, not because I feel like I have to, but I should. Right. You just understand that. Yes. I mean, I, I do. That's... I, I completely understand why. No, I think everything moving forward with you, you once you have that that change of heart. And I mean, I I noticed that people have been saying that that's where it got to change. Mm-hmm. The change of heart got to happen to really stop this shit. Yeah, you got to not want to kill somebody. Right. Yeah, I mean, ew. you know yeah. that that's that's <laughs> the mean, end goal, right? That, that, that's crazy to imagine that anybody would want to, but I mean, but we see it though. It's, yeah, it's yeah. evident. It's filmed. I mean, like the shit don't lie. Right. Yeah, right. It's right there on video. I that. just don't have that mindset. Because if, if somebody's saying I can't breathe, right. you're you already have him in custody and he's not gonna run anywhere yeah, 
He got two dudes on the back. That's what I'm saying. You and you, it's four <laughs> against one, and one little fat guy sitting there talking shit to the crowd. Don't so do that's drugs, what I'm saying. Kids. It's like you have to have a heart and not want to kill somebody, or your mind gets to that point where it just clicks, and which goes to the next thing about should there be some reform in the way that they evaluate who they hire. And the people that they they have on the job, big conversation. Yeah, the people they actively have on the job should they be reevaluated psychologically, or it should be a a continuous process. It should maybe every six months. Oh yeah, Yeah. Um, just kind of see where they're at Mm -hmm. after every arrest. Let like see where their mental state is at. Mm -hmm. Because if they see that, I don't know, I don't even know what they study. But is it a mental state? Is it a mental state, or is it a a mentality? Racist mentality. You get hmm. somebody who, and I've said this several times, you get somebody who was raised in an all-white community, whose parents dragged them out of an area like Southeast San Diego and moved them up to North County, where the majority of the people up there are white, and they do that, or even East County, and they do that to get their children away from the minorities, the dark-skinned people. And their whole life, they grow up being taught the mentality that everybody of color is bad in one way or another, right? They're all drug addicts. They're all gang members. They're going to rob you. If you're around and you see them, watch your wallet, watch your purse, clutch onto your kids. And now all of a sudden that person gets into a job where they're a police officer. And the first area that they throw them in is Southeast San Diego, South Central Los Angeles, and the people that are around them are those people that their whole life coming up, they were taught they're bad. Yeah. How do you think they're going to approach those people when they have to go up to them on the street? They're not going to approach them like a citizen. They're going to approach every individual out there in those areas like they're a complete turd, like yeah. they're a complete uh, piece of shit because that's what's been taught to them. So any psychological evaluation, whether it's every month, two weeks, every six months or a year, it's not going to change what they have in their heart. It's not going to change what they've been taught growing up. That's part of who they are now. They're just doing a job where they think they're going to protect the rest of white America against those people that they've been taught were bad their whole life. And that's just my, my humble opinion of it. What I've witnessed, what I've seen, people that I've worked with, that's what I've gotten out of it. Yeah. Okay. There are those out there that can see the other side of it and go, oh, shit, that's not right. These people are cool as fuck. It's how you approach them, right? You approach people with respect no matter what color they are. You treat them with respect, you approach them with respect, you're going to get it back, right? And it's just like everyday life. Yeah, I mean, yeah. once again, I mean, growing up in Southeast San Diego, it's, it's such a melting pot of people that, I mean, if you were white here, it was kind of... You were almost the minority. You were the minority. You were the minority. Southeast San Diego, you were the minority. Sure. Because mm-hmm. um, you were the white kid. And those white kids grew up tough, though. Yeah, they did. <laughs> they grew up tough as hell. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they grew up super tough, and, you know, they, I would hope that, you know, they don't hold uh, grudges. grudges. Yeah. Um, I just, so the conversation, I mean, I don't want to dig too deep in it because I know we're about to cut to a little break. But the, the thing is, is the conversation we had with the police division and um, some of the community was that there was not enough community policing the community. 
and meaning that there wasn't enough people within our own communities applying to be police officers to come back and be within our community. Right. Um, and the police department response was that no one was applying to be police officers. You know why, though? No one wants it. Yeah. They, I mean, oh, they, yeah, they, they for sure. Why. Yeah. But why would you not? Why would you not want to be the change? Be the change you want to see in your community. Be, don't give me that, well, I don't want to be a narc. I ain't trying to fuck with the police. I don't believe in that shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you got to be the change you want to see in your community. You have to be something better than what you think you're given if that's all you think you can be and you, you're, you're unaccepting of it and you're in your heart. You know what I mean? Like, I get that you fall into some shit and then you're like, you know what? This is this is it, man. I'm going to be this. But then in your heart of hearts, you know that you should be doing better. Yeah. You have to you have to apply yourself and be better. They say that uh, within L.A. County to San Diego County, they do have these um, outreach programs. Mm-hmm. I told them personally that I've never fucking seen it. Mm-hmm. I ain't never seen no fucking cop in my fucking high school when I was there. I ain't never seen no cop. At, not for that um, reason. The <laughs> cop yeah, I ever not, saw in our high school was Officer Flanagan. Yeah. They was making sure that no, no drive yeah, were happening. Times. That was, was why they were there. It was a scare tactic. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? Like, mine was to make sure that the drive-by that was, going, that was supposed to happen wasn't going to happen. Right. But that can't be the answer. If you if you are a, to me, if you're a police officer in our area, you got to be better. Yes. You have to be better than us. Yes. You are... Not mentally thinking that you're better than us, but you have to... Your actions have to yeah, be better. Yeah, you have to lead by example. Yes, and you I have agree. to accept no's. The 90% no's. I ain't fucking with you. Yep. You, you popo, I ain't fucking with mm-hmm. you. You shamus, I ain't fucking with mm-hmm. you. You have to be better than them. And say, okay, well, then I'm going to get the next generation. I'm going to reach out to that. You get what I you know. said right there? The shamus, the black, yeah. the black and whites? Yeah, she from here. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's, uh, yeah, it's 19, yeah. Uh, but mentality. But, yeah, you know okay. what I mean? Like, <laughs> but that's what you have to do. Yeah. You have to be better than them. At least to me. And I and I told them, I said, I don't recognize anybody on my streets. And those, yeah, those police cars? Mm-hmm. I don't nope. recognize anybody. No. Their faces ain't I never no seen. one from my high school, and ain't no one from fucking Lincoln, ain't no one from fucking... Monta Vista and ain't no one from fucking ain't nobody I see That's shopping crazy. that food land next to me. It's crazy. I got one right. police officer on my street, but he don't even he's not even policing in our neighborhood. Yeah. No, they 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 want to keep their identity hush hush. No, but he, he doesn't make it no, like a known that he's not a cop. But it's like he he's not patrolling anything. he's not patrolling my my city technically. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like And that's to me that's the problem. Yeah. If you get people more like my people that I know from my high school or my area that I'm able to relate to. Because they understand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They I understand. Feel, I would feel 10 times more comfortable about who I'm talking to. Because mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. if you're telling me, if you're a police officer and you come over and you say, hey, have you seen so-and-so? I'm like, I don't know who you are, man. I don't, yeah, I don't I'm not really talking. Yeah. But if you're so-and-so from high school or you're so-and-so's son that's now a police officer, mm-hmm. you say, oh, you know, I'm so-and-so's son. I'm looking for so-and-so. I'm gonna help you. Well, yeah, we'll be like, well, what you looking for him for? Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, oh, he did this. All right, well, I'll tell him to come and call you. Yeah, give me your call. I'll I'll tell him to call you, but I'm I'm not gonna tell you where he's at. But I'll call him and call you. Unless unless he did something like crazy, I'm be like, oh yeah, I think he's up under my yeah, he's hiding under my porch. Yeah, (laughs) I told that motherfucker (laughs) leave like three days ago. (laughs) But what? Get the hell out of here. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I ain't. That's the thing is is um. 
you know, it, it's just weird, man. It's a weird situation. And uh, once again, that's community to community. Right. You know, it's all different. We live in Southeast San Diego, so we have a, a huge melting pot of mm-hmm. culture here. Very diverse. Yeah, very community. diverse. And, and, you know, I, I feel like we've been lucky enough where we don't hear too many police shootings or things like that. But not to say, you know, I mean, like they, they're, they're not out there. Or won't they're still happen. happening. They don't fuck with people. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? For no reason. Um, but it hasn't happened in a long time. I would say like, like the late 90s to 2000s is where it was really bad. I'd say about three months for me. <laughs> yeah, and then you had a situ- situation recently. So, yeah. but uh, we want to thank everybody for joining us yeah. on this conversation this Saturday. Power to the people, uh, power bar session. DM uh, us if you guys want something. You have something you want to say? You have a comment? DM us at uh, Power Bar Cast Instagram. Yes, correct. All right, Power Bar Show actually. Power Bar Show. Yes. At Instagram. Yeah, and we'll bring up those subjects on our next segment. Yeah, DM us and give us your number. We'll call you directly from the Power Bar Studio, and you can be live on the show and give us your take. Yep. Uh, with that, we're going to cut to some music. Yeah. Yep. Uh, shout out to 101 Party Productions for pr- providing the music for... Power to the Power people. to the people. All right. Power to the people. We'll be back. Shots. All right, we're back. We're back. And, uh, man, Woo. once again, we're here on our Saturday, spe- Saturday special. Yes. Power to the people. Saturday special. Sorry. Um, yeah, shout out to, shout out to DJ A. Riz for, for hooking that up. Uh, what is it? DJ A. Riz. A. Riz. A. Riz. Oh, I thought it was A. Riz. His, his name is Ari, A. Riz. Oh, whatever you want to say. Because a lot of people say it differently. No, that's not Aries. No, Aries. Okay. Aries is his name. Problem. Is Aries like the like the Don't zodiac sign? Don't put me in that problem, all right? Is it Don't like the put zodiac me in that sign? Well, you got a mic. He has yeah, a mic. He has like, a mic. Uh, Arizona. Ah. Go ahead, oh. Aries. Talk to him. DJ is So you're Chaldean. No. Twisted? No, I'm Filipino. <laughs> what? Wait. So how how do you pronounce the D, uh, your name? DJ my, name. My regular name is Aries. That's like the first four letters, Arizona. So I just put the dash between the A and the Riz. And then the DJ name. A-Riz. 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 Yeah, A-Riz. Yeah, man. A-Riz. Sounds Chaldean to me. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't know. Well, Chaldean community, come after uh, Mark Fuentes. Uh, come on. We're all Chaldean. We're all Catholic. Um, all right. So we were going to jump into some of the solutions of what we might think might help um, police community. Policing. Policing. Obviously, it's not going to be removing the police as a whole. No. Um, so when I was on that, that actually that um, training, not training, that conference call with um, um, police departments and community, mm-hmm. one of the things were um, training, cultural and community training. That's not required. Uh, it's more like a volunteer for California, mm-hmm. right? So you're, you're you have options. Um, I talked to a couple of police officers who worked in the LA di- division, and they said that uh, the police officer I was particularly in the group with was saying that that's one of the things he highly recommends that anybody comes in as a rookie. Oh yeah, is that they follow him, he takes them out, he trains them as far as communities mm-hmm. concerned. He takes them to his family's house. And Ooh, I was that's like, dope. Oh, you crazy? I was like, I wouldn't. You think he's crazy? 
I think that's kind of crazy that he would do that because I would never, I would never take anybody. That's co- to my commendable though. I, I think but that's I, dope. I, I think that's time, dope, dude. I think that's amazing. He takes the community or is his partner? His partner. His partner. Oh no, that's to a give the family. That's a given. You're immediately letting that person into yeah. Your, it's a given though. And he says your home. He, like that's one of his uh, best yes. training sessions because it, be, it it begins to build of trust. Yes. Um, and he's learned. They've learned a lot from his family. And a lot become have become family. Mm-hmm. Many white cops too. Um, I think that's. I feel like that's weird that it's not recommended to go into the community that you are going to police and not learn the community you're learn. about to police. You have to. You have because because then you really don't if understand. If your goal bro. is to assist them in issues, how are you going to know what to assist them with if you don't know if you what don't it know is? them, so, man? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. If you don't know that Douglas over here has a mental issue, right? And he and Douglas every once, every three months, usually pops off. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? You don't know how That's to deal with Douglas. That's crazy. You don't know that. Yep. And that that uh, you know, little Tommy over here, he gets lost every once in a while because he ain't he ain't used to it. You All know what right. I mean? Like he he's just he has a a, 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 a condition. A condition. Right. That's weird that no one. And I'm not. And I told them, they asked me if if I knew within my community. Was that required of our police officers? I was like, I don't, I don't know. I don't not, know anybody here. It's not required. Is that required by any community? No, I it's mean, not. It's not required. It, it, it's not required at all. But it, why is it? That should be definitely. That should be required. That should be definitely, right? should yep. be definitely a part it, of. It a part should of their be training. part when when you come out of the academy and you're going through your training. It should be part of your training. Your nine months or eighteen months, whatever the hell it is. It should be part of that training and right. that community to learn that community, learn about the people in that community, the cultures in that community, learn about it. Like, look, Jacob, you're moving from Maryland yes. to San Diego, California. Yes. There's Huge a high difference, bro. and complete <laughs> difference. You're moving community. to city. You're going to be working in City Heights in yeah. San Diego, where the freaking culture over there is more diverse than we have in Southeast this. San Diego. Imagine this. You're moving from Kansas, Kansas. Yeah. Okay. What's, what's, Phoenix okay. City, Alabama. Yeah. Okay. To, to, to no to Baltimore. Yeah. Oh shit. Yes. And now your whole fear, your whole life of like community has been black people. Mm-hmm. They're all bad. Yeah. Now you gotta oh, be around. That's crazy. Now you gotta, gotta be around. Over there like that? Damn. I didn't even. I even told the police officer. I was like, I'm a, I'm a trigger happy dude. I was like, I feel like I'm anxious. Like you making me anxious. I'm gonna pull, pull off and throw my right. That's that's it. Like if you're gonna put me in a position to fight, I'm throwing my straight and then I'm throwing my my, my jab mm. and then I'm running. <laughs> that's it. Well, that's all I, I, got. I really don't want to fight. <laughs> and if you take those three hits, then that's all I got. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like after that, you can whip my ass. But that, that's why I'm not a cop. Mm-hmm. Like I know that's why I'm not a cop. Well, that's because a good reason not, not to be a cop. Yeah, because I know that I'm anxious. I don't want to be in those positions of having to decide to fight or not. Right. Like mine is gonna always gonna be. You put me in position to fight, I'm going to fight. Mm-hmm. And otherwise, I'm going to walk away. Don't step next to me. Don't get next to me. This is my personal bubble. That's my personal bubble space. And then that's my son's personal bubble space. I'll step in his personal bubble space. And then we're all good. You know what I mean? Like, we're good. So so, so on that, let me, let me just hit on this, man. Because because I don't I don't want to make this like we're bashing the police at all. No. So, 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 so let me throw this out there. You've heard it several times when it comes to a police, a police involved shooting, okay, cop involved shooting. You know why? Why did they have to shoot and kill him? 
why couldn't they just shoot them in the kneecaps or shoot them in the leg and incapacitate them, right? The thing is, only about 30% of the rounds that are fired down range in a shoot or don't shoot situation actually hit the target, right? These guys, they train, constantly train on shooting, constantly. And I was there. But when the adrenaline's pumping and the situation is right now, there's a split-second decision that a cop has to make before they squeeze a trigger. And that split-second decision includes the person that they're shooting at, is it really a threat? The background, who's behind if I miss? Is some stray round of mine gonna hit some kid or some innocent person? Um, what's gonna come of this? Everything, everything. All this stuff has to come into one thought in a split second before they squeeze around up. And for the normal everyday Joe out there, they don't understand that. They've never been in a situation like that. And the people yes. that teach those scenarios are people who have been in that scenario. All right. And they're the ones that teach that. They've been in that situation. Yeah. All right. I've broken leather and had the barrel of my 40 cal pointed many faces, many times. I've done a regular routine traffic stop where the hairs on the back of my neck stood up. And I drew my gun and I'm squatting down talking to the person through the window and they had no idea that my gun was pointed at them underneath the window at the door because the hairs on my, the back of my neck stood up. It's a sixth sense. Okay. That's the kind of thing that cops do have to deal with that a normal person does not understand. Correct. So yeah, it's yeah. very easy to sit back and see something in the media and, and, judge, it. and judge it, right? Monday morning quarterback it. Until you've been in that situation yourself, you, you don't know. So that's where I think a lot of cops get a very unfair shake on, on oh, scenarios. Yeah. I, I definitely agree. And, and I, the reason why I bring that up is because, um, once again, in that, if anybody's out there listening, join Game Changer underscore USA. That's run by Sean Shepard here um, across the country. Um, there's a conversation that you get to personally have with a police officer mm -hmm. and you can talk to them. You can, you can actually ask them, you know, like questions and they can give you uh, an answer and they'll ask you questions. You know, like mm -hmm. I was asked like, well, what about your community, Rich? And I was like, I don't judge any of my cops. Right. I was like, literally I was pulled out, pulled over in 2018. I ain't been pulled over in like 10 years since then. And I immediately rolled down all, um, all windows. Um, windows. Yep. I put my, my wallet on the on the dashboard immediately, and I put my hands up. The routine. I said, "Boys, I was like, be quiet. Do not say anything." Mm -hmm. And and even as a dad, I never got pulled over, but I just told them to. And the cop, you know, came on the passenger side, and he said, "Hey, man, relax. Pull, put your hands down." And I was like, okay. I was like, boys, relax, you know. And I even still did. I put my hands. Where you can see him. Where you can see him. Mm -hmm. Open hands. Where you can see him. Yeah. And yeah. he's like, he goes, uh, oh, I just pulled you over. You know, your tag, you're expired. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. You know, like, we're about to get those checked. But um, I had to get this truck small check. Mm -hmm. And he's like, okay, well, I'm not going to give you a ticket. But yada, 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 yada. Um, but that's, whew, that's what you go through. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's what I normally go through. I don't, and for a white person or a privileged person, 
I'll say, I privilege. say white. Sure. Privileged person. Mm-hmm. Sure. That's more, if that's, you have money, yeah, that's there's way too much for Talk them to have to go through. Yeah. yeah. That's way too much frustration. So how do we get there? How do we how do we get to this medium where where I can feel comfortable in my own community? So so this, someone can come up, a police officer can come up and just say, Hey, hey nice. man, you know, your 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 tags are expired and but seeing that's the sad part. So so listening to what you're saying, that's that's the sad part of the reality that we live in. Is that naturally we know when we get pulled over to roll down the windows, shut the vehicle off, turn the interior lights on, your wallet where they can see it, your hands where you can, they can see it, right? So that you're putting yourself in a position where you're not giving that cop a perception that you are a threat to them in any way. That's the sad reality. But it shouldn't be like that. It shouldn't have to be like that. That's what I'm saying. It's and imagine if you're outside reality. of California. Yeah. Woo, now imagine bro. if you're outside of California. And that's what I'm saying. Like, it's 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 taken me some time to kind of grasp or grasp the idea that maybe I'm lacking the information that I need. <laughs> and maybe I'm missing the target, kind of like Drew Brees. <laughs> as even as a color person. I mean, like, as, as a minority. Like, maybe I'm missing this shit. Because, once again, I feel like you can make it. But, mm-hmm. once again, I live in San Diego. I don't live yeah, we in, don't fucking, live in I don't live in we Alabama. Right. Yeah, or Little Rock, Arkansas. You know what I mean? Like, I don't Alabama. live down there. Like, I don't deal States, with, right. I don't deal with yeah. old, good old boys. You know what I mean? Like, yep. I deal with Santee, and then you got the rest of Cali. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, That's some real shit. I ain't got to fuck with Santee if I don't really want to. I go no, over there for that way fucking, from there. Yeah, I go over there for Santee Lakes. I, I make a comfortable home. You know I mean? like, but I don't know. I mean, one thing I do know is that here in in um, within our community, if we can make a difference within the next generation, we need to start making our efforts now. Yeah, we should have been making and, our and efforts. And not only within, years ago. Not, on, not only within 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 our kids. Within our police divisions, mm-hmm. within we need to start voting those people that we don't like in there out. out. They need to get the fuck out. Those people who represent us need to represent us right. I think, honestly, I think Kevin Faulkner does a really good job. I don't think he does the worst. I think he does an okay job. But I right. think Mon- there have been worse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think has Monica been worse. Montgomery, who's mm-hmm. here representing the Southeast San Diego, does an amazing job, and I um, I applaud her. Uh, for getting involved in the community and involving us in the community, so get out there and do do what you need to do, um, and then, bro, if there's anything we can do as far as Bar Bar, and um, then we need to start making moves. We need to do it. With it. Yeah. We need to do it. You know, because um, I mean, you're talking about the future of our kids too, Rich, right? Yeah. It's not just us and what we deal with or what it's we not, dealt with. It's, 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 a future, it's a future of our kids, too. Yeah, it's a legacy we leave here. Exactly. You know, the legacy we leave, the legacy that we are able to build as far as a relationship with the police. Bro, just Cesar Chavez. Alone. That's yeah. a great example. Yeah. Basic equality shit. That's it. <laughs> Basic equality shit. And, and if that was something that was the norm... I think things would be a lot more uh, palatable for the people. Yeah, sure. Right? I think I think that's well. Steve Chavez is a different right thing, right? Like, 
I think growing up, I thought it was like a a joke holiday, like a funny one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then when you realize what he's done, for right? The, the, the labor movement. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he got his own holiday. This fool got his own holiday based off the fact that he felt like labor should have been a basic, like justification. Like, like no, hey, bro, you can't do this shit to people. You're, you're basically running my people like under the dirt. Mm-hmm. So slavery in a modern form. So just, yeah. just, just, just to give you a little insight, since you brought him up, when you look at history and you look at that that era in the farming industry. So back then, what it was, you had these big farm owners that had the immigrants working for them, migrants working for them in the fields, and it was Mexicans, it was Filipinos, and the way that they paid these people was they paid them in their own currency. So that farm had its own form of currency. Right, right, right. I remember okay. you telling us this. Yeah. yeah. So they had their own form of currency, and the and only place only, that that currency yeah. was, was was valid and that was in the store that they had. Right. Yeah. It's, so it's it would it would go circulate. right back to the farm owner. So really, what money were the, were the workers even making? Right. They weren't making shit. It's basically you could handle monopoly money, and the only way that you could spend that monopoly money is if you come to my right. store and you spend it here at my store. Right. Right? So I'm making money. And what a beautiful movement. Right. And and, and and that's what I'm saying. Like, Southeast San Diego is where it's at. Right? Yep. We, we, we got a lot of shit figured out down here. I said it the other night. It's the best place in San Diego to live, honestly. It's Southeast yeah. San Diego, dude. Bro, if you live here, like, you have, you have indigenous people. Uh, Indigenous people, and not only from the border, you know, what I mean, south of the border, but also like, like Native Americans. Mm-hmm. You have Pacific Islanders. Mm-hmm. You have blacks. You got everybody, bro. You, and you got some, you got some white cats up in here who are down for the people's. The down uh, with the brown, bro. Yeah, you know what I mean, like, <laughs> and they they straight up Vikings, sure. bro. Right. They're from, <laughs> you know what I mean? So the guy's name is Ragnar, and he's down with the brown. Yeah, but that doesn't mean Ragnar. move here, bro. It just means like. Make, situate your own city like stay in your lane yeah. but if you're already here you, we are already here it's expensive already like you don't want to move here because it's expensive as shit. it's expensive as hell you'd be better out living in La Jolla because yeah. it's more expensive but if you get Alabama to work out like that let me know I'll go buy a fucking five bedroom house down there shit cash them out bro it's fucking expensive here god stay away from the southeast I want to thank everybody for joining us tonight I mean and we're done Thank you for going. Yeah, yeah, we're. See you later. I mean, I, I called Rich back to you know. I said, guys, let's end it out, and uh, that wasn't the ending that I was expecting. No, but, it's not. Uh, we want to. Uh, we want to thank everybody for coming and joining us tonight on Twitch for sure, because uh, it's our first one. But I feel like um, uh, the music for the people should have been more of a message this week. Power to people. Uh, power to the people. I want everybody to stay safe. I want everyone to move with purpose. Move with purpose, man. That yeah, move if, with if, purpose. I think if, that's, if, that, if, that, if that can anything, wrap it up. Move with purpose, man. Yeah. Like, remember, it doesn't stop. It doesn't stop with the march. Right. It continues. Right. Join uh, a movement, a club. If you need to educate yourself, cool, man. I mean, just understand, I think... This week and the last two weeks, I've learned to take myself out of my own ass mm-hmm. and Thought just so. kind of uh, more understand what's going on 
understand the purpose in a different aspect. Right. I'm, I'm speaking slowly because I don't want to say anything. Trying to put anything. that thought together. And, yeah, I mean, yeah. once again, I mean, if you go back a couple of our shows, I probably speak a little different. But things um, are changing, man. Like, well, it's not even things are, things are changing. I, I think. Or you're learning. I think I've just. I think I, I think I'm understanding a little bit more what the purpose is. I think I understand what the purpose is. It doesn't mean that I don't feel the same way a little bit about certain things. Right. I think I understand what the purpose is more now, and now I'm willing to understand it to the next extent, and that there has to be change. My thing, as always, has always been. I don't need you to talk about it. I need you to do it. Mm-hmm. Just be about it. Because I'm gonna, I'm gonna be right next to you, trying to do it with you. Yes. I'm not gonna sit there and watch you post something on Instagram and tell me you with the movement, and then the next month you over there, not doing shit. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm about doing shit. Let's get I the need, shit done. I need, don't I need, talk about I, it. Exactly. I need, I need to see you register to vote. I need to see you voting. I need to see you in the movement. I don't need to see you in an Instagram video uh, Fuck, there picture. You go. I, need, I need to see you when the smoke clears and you're yep. still standing out there. Cause tell me, tell me that pff, a lot of y'all be bullshitting. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we didn't call them out all show. Yeah, but a lot I'm of y'all bullshit. A lot of you guys. A lot of y'all bullshit. This ain't the flavor of the month we're talking about. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Next, this is some real next shit. month y'all gonna be on some different shit. Yeah. This is some real shit right here. I'm out here voting. I'm trying to get some shit done. And yeah. um, and big shout out to those who are getting shit done. Fuck Remember, this is the year, right? So you want to make some changes. You really want to make some changes a year for you to vote for the president. And then you also have some shit to vote on as far as your um, own community. Man. Own community. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. So don't give me no bullshit about, oh, I want to see change. You could change it. You could change out your DA, your district attorney. For those that don't out. know. Yeah. yeah. You change out your your governor, council member, your, your council member, your congressman. So don't tell me you want change because I don't feel Preach it. Preach to him, Rich. Preach to him, bro. Tell me you want change if you ain't doing shit to yeah. make the change. I'll call a bunch of you motherfuckers out. Yeah. But uh, but that's what the change needs to be. Yeah. And definitely. that's the way you make change is you get out there, you make the movement happen. You don't just walk, you don't just post it. You actually go out there and you make a change. I hope you guys. Join us in, in trying to make a change. Yes. And every you any of you out there that are listening and you got something going on, you want Parbar to be a part of it, you let us know. You let Parbar know. We're gonna be right there next to you. Um Bro, and that is no joke. That's yeah. no joke. Yeah. We'll, we'll, if we'll you stand need there. some help, we will we will help to our full extent. Whether you need it on our on our media platform or you need us right there next to you on the front line, you you say you say the word. You give us the word, man. Um, at least for myself personally, I'll be right there with you. Yeah. Um, unless t- it's, it's lifting, then I'm not gonna be there. Unless yeah, what? Unless it's <laughs> 50 pounds and over, then I'm not there. <laughs> if you need me to help you move, yeah. you can go ask somebody else. But, but you got some IT shit that you need help with? Yeah. Call Rich. IT or drinking, I'll be there. Yeah. But uh, I think we'll all be there. <laughs> but on a serious note, man, like you guys got something going on out there. You got some demonstration, a protest, a message that you want put out there. Hit up the boys at the par bar. Yeah, we got you. We got you. We got you. We got the platform right here. We got the ears of the people. If you need us right there next to you on the front line, I will be there. I sure. will take a shot of tear gas to the face. I don't care. 
It's not I like not I haven't. No it's not like I haven't I had that not. done to me. I just before. want to identify that uh, that is yeah. Mark Fuentes, hey, aka Doctor hey, Twisted. That said that. Write shit. that name down. I don't care. No, because I'm all about returning that fucking that firearm back right to them. <laughs> and that I, agree I will with grab you, bro. it and throw it back. But, but I play serious, a lot of hey. COD and I'm down. <laughs> but on a, but three on, seconds, son. Yeah, three seconds. You can throw it back. But on a serious note, for real. Yeah. No. But on a serious note, for real. And anybody who takes anybody who says, "Oh my God." Oh, sorry. Yeah, he was talking. Sorry. He was talking. On a serious note. Yeah. All right, Rich, you ready? Yeah. You serious? Yeah. All right. Let us know. I will be there. Okay. Like I said. Oh, I thought you said that already. No, 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 no. Already. I will take that shot yeah, of tear yeah. gas but to the face because it is not something that hasn't happened to me before. Shut up, Rich. I'm talking. But you keep repeating yourself. Let me see your haircut. Show the world your haircut. It's not a haircut. It's Look a at that big ass head. Look like a giant lima bean, hey, baby. Man. Anybody God. ever tell you how much we Dang. look like? No, no one's ever said that we look alike. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm hey. better looking at you. <laughs> no, what I was gonna say is, uh, rubber bullets. If you, if they're saying they're shooting rubber bullets, it's a bullet. Like it's not a pellet. It's a bullet. Yes, it is yeah. a bullet. It yeah, is it's a projectile. Not, so they're still shooting it. Yeah, it's a projectile. <laughs> like, that shit hurts. It's going to hurt. It's like, going to break skin. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to show the white meat. It's not a paintball. No. <laughs> it's not a It's not a pellet. It's a bullet. bullet. That's why means, it has uh, a word. Yeah, rubber bullet. bullet. <laughs> Which means that motherfucker does some damage. <laughs> Move out the motherfucking way. No, bitch. All right, Move yo. out the way. That being said. What? None. Oh. I, you know what? I still want to hear some NWA. I haven't heard. We haven't some, heard NWA. I That's heard what no I played NWA. for the whole night. Yeah, some yo, NWA. Yo, some party production. Can, we get, can we get some NWA? All right. Let's so end the night. So to end the night, we're going to go with some NWA, some Tupac, some uh, Ice Cube. Wait, wait, wait. Let's, let's, let's leave that up to the DJs, bro. Wait, I thought it was a challenge. Oh, it's a challenge. It's oh, a challenge. Is it a challenge? Is it a challenge? It's a challenge. Can we do know. it? Is it a challenge? It's a challenge. Can we do it? Oh. Can we can we handle the heat? Can we handle Ooh. the heat? Got that smoke? <laughs> DJ's got that smoke. They got that vape. Okay, can we can we all name one artist? And Go. Can ahead. We, can we... Go. <laughs> NWA. Go. I want some Lauren Hill. I want Ice Cube. Okay. Hey, one at a time. Can... That so, was it. So we can we can so we, can we N- run that? NWA, Lauren Hill, and Ice Cube. Can we yeah. can, can, what would you say? And Mozzie. Mozzie? Look at this young guy. Who's Mozzie? Some new school shit. Hey, he's actually one. That's our bartender right there, man. Uh, boy, boy asked for 6'9". <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we know her. You know what he's She's 6'9". Okay. All right. All right. So, Ice, uh, NWA, Lauren Hill, and Ice Cube. I'm on one with the NWA. That's the challenge right there. If we can do it, be dope. All right. All right. With that being said. With that being said, man, we want to thank you guys for coming and joining us on this Saturday special. I want to thank uh, Vince T. Hey, man. Appreciate it. Dr. Twister put it together. Hey, man. And obviously the DJ. Yeah, shout out to 101 Party Productions, DJ A-Riz, DJ Line Girl. Thank you guys for having us. Yeah, of course. Of course. Hey, that's the later. Shout out to the people. Shoes. Shoes.